Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of my podcast Single in London. I'm Ashlyn and today I have the amazing Sinead Hegarty um, on the podcast and so she's another fellow Irish girl which I love but I came across Sinead a few years ago when I was kind of going through a rough patch in life, started therapy and I really didn't tell that many people because I felt kind of like ashamed, um, didn't really want to let anyone know I was struggling and I came across her page on Instagram and she was really speaking out in a positive way about mental health and therapy and really putting the stance on therapy is cool and I was like oh my god like she was empowering so many women and our conversation is so amazing. We cover things like mental health, therapy, and the reason why I wanted her on this week also because it's Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, but we also cover things like relationships, like being single, the struggles, the good things, being in a relationship, the good things, the bad things, um, and so many things like heartbreak, breakups, and even things like um, we talk about the fear of success in life and going after what you really want and the things that hold us back, like judgment, comparison, Oh my God, this conversation is amazing and I really, really hope you enjoy it. So we're just going to get straight right into it and have an amazing day and really enjoy this episode. Hello everyone. Um, I'm so excited to be speaking to Sinead Hegarty today. Oh my God, that's a bad start, isn't it? I know, you're right. Everyone calls me Sinead Hegg or my dad was like Daddy Hegg. Oh, how are you? What's been happening with you? I'm good. I'm just I'm just back from Bali. I'm just in my home house. Um moving to Belfast now for a few months before Australia. So yeah, all's good just in that transition period right now. Life's exciting, lots of change. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, I did a little bit in the intro there about how I know you but do you want to tell everyone just a little bit about you and I know from your podcast you hate this question tell me about you <laughs> yeah, I know because it's so hard um because there's so much to talk about so um a bit about me so I initially I don't know I I think I was like a travel blogger maybe like for a while and then you know went through a lot of mental health issues and like really spoke open about it and like really got saved by certain things like reading and meditation and then I've been speaking out about like mental health and you know the tools for so long um when I started my company the brave way and that's all about meditation and tools and courses and everything online can be like everything can be accessed online so yeah I started that company uh last year and yeah I've been living in Bali um I have my own podcast um which is all about mental health and therapy and relationships and just like general emotional health um so yeah like that's that's about it I suppose yeah now you're a huge role model to me and so many other women and especially like us both being Irish um coming from the small small little island of Ireland and then going out and doing big things and just learning lots and mental health and everything I just knew you'd be the perfect guest um but I speak a lot about my own mental health journey as well but for you and and therapy is a thing me and you could talk about for hours as well um I actually remember do you remember this post you did you were somewhere tropical and you got like a, a cardboard sign and wrote on it therapy is cool and it went absolutely viral do you remember that post yeah I do remember that um that was that was a, a very good moment for me because I think I was trying like I think I was using 
I can't remember I can't remember what it was before that but then it changed the therapy is cool I can't remember but because I was like hashtagging and then I was like you know what like everyone is talking about therapy everyone's messaging me about their therapy experiences and they're so excited about what they discovered and learned and how they can grow and I was like I think it's officially cool now like I actually think it's cool so uh, that's when I got the post and was like yeah and then everyone was sharing it and you know what it's so good to see people sharing it you know the people that wouldn't normally even share anything and I'm like yeah that's so cool that um yeah you like I even got I even got backlash for that as well like you know people are like oh it's not cool to be in therapy and I was just like no the whole point of it is like me talking about it like me going coming out of my therapy and talking about it I mean like okay the guys it's what I discovered blah 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 like you should go and discover this about yourself because it'll help you in your future with your relationships and you know how you deal with hardships and I was like this is cool like it's it's so cool to like learn about myself and all my triggers and that I can I can just be a better person so like that was initially what it was all about and yeah like everyone is vibing on the therapy and mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's a godsend <laughs> Yeah, like I finally feel like after two years of therapy, I can finally just say to someone, oh, yeah, I had a therapy session earlier. Like, and it's that's like normal. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you'll still get like, it depends. It depends who you're talking to. You know, like, like if I go to my mom here, I'm just waiting for therapy. I, I say it all the time, but she's like, you know, you know what I mean? Like that generation is a little bit more, a little yeah. bit more stubborn when it comes to therapy because they still have the stigma of, you know, therapy is for crazy people but it is not and it is for all of us yeah and I, I think my mom as well and not just my mom they think Ashley are you okay like are you depressed are yes you? I'm like no I'm just like learning about myself yeah <laughs> just fine and yeah like it is of course like people do think that but there's like some therapists don't even you know it, there's different therapists for different things like you know emotional triggers relationships and you know there's only certain therapists for you know mental illnesses as well and like they have their own um so it's not a, like that's what people think they think like you just go there because you're sick but it's not it's like to help your overall emotional well well-being yeah and do you like I'm not going to dwell into this but like was there a time that you were like really really super low like have you remembered really low points in your life yeah so I think my like my journey started you know you know the first heartbreak um it wasn't the first heartbreak but it was the first heartbreak like it felt like the first heartbreak for me because I feel like I must have like I can't remember I just like I don't even remember what I thought before this moment like I feel like I was woke up or something but um yeah I went through um a really tough heartbreak and I was actually by myself alone in Australia um and I just think that was the first time that I ever was like oh my god like life is so so hard and I just depended on someone else to love me I depended on other things to make me feel validated and when I that was all pulled away from me and I was alone and very broke <laughs> as well to top it all off alone broken heartbroken um everything just came crashing down into in my mind and it was just like something I felt like I could never get out of I felt like I couldn't sleep I couldn't pull myself out of it and there was little things that like kept me going throughout the days, like they kept me there that day. Um, and those little things are the things that I push for, you know, like it was like books or like YouTube videos or listening to people talk. And I was like, okay, right, like it's it's okay, it's okay, like it's just a bad day. And yeah, I I, I kind of call it that like I just call it the, the dark 
the dark time or the dark place but without it I wouldn't be you know where I was because when I was in the dark place I was like there is nothing there is nothing to help me like who do I go to who do I talk to and that really you know stuck with me so every time I'm talking on my story or I'm doing my podcast like I'm talking to me then when there was nobody or nowhere to go like I didn't hear therapy then I didn't know anything there was no self-development courses or meditation courses like it was just you on your own trying to figure shit out um so yeah I definitely think that really pushed me to like be who I am today because yeah we need more tools for you know these hard times in our lives that will come and I think you're always told like I always thought like I'd just you know get a boyfriend and get married and have kids and like get a job at a university and blah blah and they forget to tell you that like yeah you might get fired and you might come to have no money and you might like have a heart like a heartbreak or somebody might die you know all these things that you're never taught how to deal with and I think that's where my passion comes from yeah yeah and do you ever feel like um I'm like the oldest sister and I think I've played like a strong character from day one being the oldest sister do you ever have like all that time did you ever feel like you didn't want to be the burden like you know speaking do you ever feel like you couldn't speak to people about it you had to show like a brave face yeah I feel like I did that for a very long time and like you know I was you know doing Instagram at the time and you know nobody was a skint blogger do you know what I mean like I just hid that I was like working in a bar that I was really skinned and I you know put on a smile like you know I put my bikini on and went to the beach and like sort of like made it look like I mean I didn't know I was doing it but when I look back I'm like I obviously was just like trying to prove something whenever I was actually having a shit time um and then it's mad because I was just in denial the whole time and then once I actually turned around and was like you know what guys I'm having a fucking shit time like I'm actually really down I don't know how to get out of that I'm just like see that moment where I just came out of denial like that was just like because you can't you can't start healing unless you accept it you know because people even with breakups people are like she need like I'm still hung up my ex for the last been two and a half years or three years and I'm like have you accepted the breakup because you can't start healing and that's where suffering comes from like suffering comes because there's pain and then there's suffering and suffering is when we're not accepting the pain we're in complete denial so I think like you know I spent a lot of time suffering but once I accepted and I was able to begin healing that's when yeah that's when it all started to get a little bit better it's true when you say that like you you spoke there about having the tools in place for when these shitty things happen but you can't just like dive into the tools you need to first say this is actually pretty shit and then start using the tools not like jump straight in in denial and then start using all these things like I'm going to meditate I'm going to do all this but you haven't actually accepted what you're trying to work on um and you know what what would be your your main tools like obviously therapy is one what is your other tools that you use to kind of build yourself up um I mean like getting to know yourself is the, the number one thing for me like it's just like I got to know myself through meditation and reading and just like removing other people's condition patterns that you know I thought was me but it wasn't and you like you really get to remove all those when you meditate when you start like taking other people when you start t- looking at your thoughts and be like that's not even me like who said that like to me and made me feel like that um so I definitely think like I owe a lot to meditation and just like being able to 
poke out what wasn't me and see what truly was me and then once you find out who you truly are and what you like and what you what drives you then it's it's so much easier to take negativity so if you're like being this fake person and then someone's like left you or like someone's been mean to you're like oh my god that's so horrible that wasn't even me but whenever you're actually yourself and someone's like you know what I don't really like you you're like you know what like I am me and I'm not going to change do you know what I mean so like that self-rejection of like rejection who you are to try and please someone else you know like that ties into it and I definitely think like getting to know thyself um is the best tool um, and you can do that in many ways you can do that like just through like your own um, yeah. exploration of your thoughts and when you, your likes and dislikes and you can do it in books and you can do it in meditation so there's just I just think like knowing yourself is definitely um a yeah. great tool yeah and you know what's really powerful is identifying what what is actually me and what is the shit that I've learned throughout the years from other people and the conditioning that I've had and one of the most powerful things I heard from a friend one time was that you can rewrite your story and break generation habits like you can be that person who rewrites the whole story for you your family and you don't have to take any generation shit with you and I just thought that was so powerful that anything we've learned growing up we can just stop it right here do you feel like that as well yeah I feel like we're all gonna have like power babies because we're all stopping it do you know what I mean like it's all stopped with us and oh yeah definitely like you can see the patterns as you you know speak to your like older your elders and you can just see the pattern constantly but like if you can recognize it and recognize it as a pattern first of all you're gonna have compassion for them because that's all they ever know and like you know if the things happen like you know it's not really their fault um so you can have the compassion for them and you can have the compassion for yourself because you were you know at the bottom of it yeah you can definitely you can definitely do it yourself yeah our babies our babies will be saying affirmations from the first time they can speak I know Um, because like even things like shining bright and bold it's kind of like you know we're gonna play small a little bit don't share your talents too much but imagine you just told a child like you're incredible like you're freaking amazing like how like different did they see the world and that's the difference between like someone who makes it and someone who doesn't sometimes because if you read any autobiographies of the big stars like someone was there like a like their mother or father was a like doting on them and they were like you can be anything you want like they truly truly believed in them and sometimes that makes a difference like that someone just believes in you because if someone says you know be realistic you know they don't know what you're capable of they don't know that you're going to be like Hollywood actress or you know star of the Formula One like they don't know that but they just are like be realistic because they're like I don't want to get your hopes up and I'm like no like just shout shout for it and like you know if you don't get it you learn so it's not it's not like a big deal for them to just have big dreams but I think especially in Ireland like we're just told like be realistic like get this job and do this and then you'll be happy um so yeah I definitely think nobody should ever be able to tell another person what they're capable of and they should just believe in that person and just yeah our kids are going to be we're gonna be like you're amazing and then they're like oh but you're gonna make their heads too big I don't know if people think that but I'm just like so what at least I'll like at least they'll go for it instead of sitting in the sidelines yeah and that's the thing like even I have sometimes the fear of success like I know I used to never understand that why would you fear success like that's amazing but there is a fear of success and a fear of going and doing something different um changing the norm and like you're the definition of 
I'm just going to do my own thing and I'm going to change it as many times as I want until I find out what I, what I like to do. And I think more people need to do that. But like, did you really struggle? Like, I'm sure you've really struggled with self-doubt and the judgment of others and everything. Did you have all that too? Um, yeah, like that is like the biggest part. Like there's so many, like, you know, some of my, like some of my clients, my meditation clients, like it, it's easy for them to know what they want. Like they know, they know what brings them joy. They know what they would want to do if like there was nobody judging them or if they had like unlimited amount of money. Like some people really know that, right? Which is amazing, which is step one. But like you, if you, you can't do anything with that, if you can't deal with judgment and that's like the, that's like something you need to work on as well. And it's like a long process. And I think like, I still go through that process all the time. Like, you know, I can't do that because, you know, I don't have this. And I think you do get to a stage where you're like, I know exactly what I want. So this is the next stage. Like judgment is, and you yeah. have to realize that like, I can't, like you judge yourself, you know, as well, which is fucking shit. But once you start uncovering it, you're like, oh my God. And then you have to start questioning what why why do you feel judged on that moment it's it's probably because of something somebody said like especially when it comes to like as you said success people are scared of success and I know that sounds absolutely crazy if you don't have any limiting beliefs but like yes of course like we all want to be successful and live in this like dream life but why are we scared of success and what does that mean it means that people growing up like perceive successful people or people with money as like the way they were perceived growing up you know if you watch you know any any woman with money in the shows we watch a correlative diva you know like these things women with money are perceived as like such divas so we like really internalize all these limiting beliefs that like money is going to make us a fucking bitch and we just don't want to take it on because we're like oh we're fine like this we're fine you know I was I was always like I'm fine being like a skin traveler blah 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 and then that was really questioned in the therapy seat you know like she was like why why can't you be successful like why can't you do it your way you don't have to you know be like other people or the people that you perceive as successful you can do success success in your own way um so yeah there's a lot of limiting beliefs especially in Ireland I would say because anyone that has money is like thinks they are something do you know I mean like a show up yeah um but it's, just, actually, it's reform desire I actually listened to one of your um stories on judgment and I was like oh my god you explained it so well and you give an example of like judgment is just a reflection of what you judge and there was what two examples you gave one was like um speaking on your Instagram stories you don't judge people for that because you do it and then the other one was like the the gym stuff. Can you explain that a little bit? Because like, I mean, if people hear this, it just clicked to me. I was like, why do I fear judgment anymore? <laughs> I know, because it's actually just like you judge yourself. So if you, if you, for example, like a lot of people like can't speak on their story. They just think that's embarrassing or that's cringe or blah, blah, blah. So I've been speaking on my story since like, you know, I was like been doing this like since I was like 18. So I would never judge anyone like I would be like oh there you like you know what I mean but the fact that you are judged the fact that you feel judged is because you judge another person for doing that so if someone in your hometown starts going on their story you'd be like oh my god cringe and you need to look at that you need to look internally and be like why do I judge that person and judge myself for going on my stories but this like I don't like you know someone like me I don't care if you go on stories like do you know what I mean so that person is judging themselves and then holding themselves back but 
it's funny because I was actually chatting about that on my story on on that highlight and a friend of mine wrote me back and he's like oh my god you're so fucking right because I stop myself because this comes from somewhere this comes from like somebody saying something one time that you internalize this judgment and this friend wrote to me and goes oh my god you're so right because I didn't use go on my story for so long because I listen to people talk about you in our hometown calling you cringy like saying who do you think she is and I stop myself I internalize that judgment so every time I went to try even though I wanted to I never did it and I thought it was just because I thought it was cringy but in fact like I internalized what those people said and I judged myself so it's like that's why you need to watch exactly what you're saying to other people because that that person could want to be what you're judging right there and they've just internalized that and like think of kids think of like you're watching your kid and some they're like someone's out singing they're like oh my god the show off out singing there blah 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 they'll what if they're good singers they would internalize that like being a good singer is being a show off um and then the same thing is like you know what do I like like when you're doing a judgmental detox you have to look at what you judge so I would always look at someone um you like someone who's taking pictures in public I hate taking pictures in public like I hate but it's a judgment that I have and I judge myself because I look at other people taking photos and be like oh my god I judge like what is she doing what does she think she is like like but like in fact it's like fair fucking play like give a flying rock anyone else thinks and like it's internalized judgment that I desire like I desire to not care what anyone thinks that I could actually do that because I need to do that for my work but it's really difficult for me and then you have to question where did that come from and like say you're with your friends on like a night out and they're like oh my god look at her and like you know anyone you see taking a photo in public like people are judging it and people are talking about it and you just internalize that when in fact we just are jealous like and people don't want to hear that they really are like no but it's not even the jealousy of like you want to take a photo in front of other people that person does not care what you what anyone else thinks at that point they just want their photo and we want that we desire that we desire to not care what anyone thinks that we can do whatever we want same goes for like you know someone chatting on their story or vlogging in public or you know we we see someone talking in the gym on their story and we're like oh my god how embarrassing when in fact like they don't give a fuck and we're jealous you know what I mean so if you start like questioning all the things that you judge and all things you can't do because your fear of judgment you'll realize it all comes back to rather somebody saying it and internalize judgment from somebody else and it's not actually true and like you choose to be held back I suppose yeah like how simple is that and how powerful is that if you actually analyze what you feel judged on um you could break down a lot of barriers and get on with life and do what you really want oh my god so good um I want to switch this to relationships and um, I know right now you're in a very loving relationship with Jack, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. But you were single for quite a while. Like, what's your kind of story before Jack? Oh, I was so single. Like, I was just like, men are fucking kids. Like, I hated them. Like, I just didn't want anything to do with them. I was like, oh. And like, I'm a bit of, I'm an avoidant. So like, I would have commitment issues um, before therapy. <laughs> before therapy, I would have been like an avoidant. And, you know, I would have met someone and. I would just have an excuse. I would be like, oh, well, no, you don't do this or you don't do that. So like, no, I'd always have men at arm's length. And, you know, that worked for me because I never let anyone in. I didn't have to be vulnerable. And it, I didn't allow me to be hurt because, you know, I'm the one that's like, you don't suit me. You know what I mean? So 
um I definitely went through like a hard heartbreak and then I was like I didn't I just want to protect my heart and it, it was for me it was unconscious like I wasn't like I was just like doing it to keep everyone away unconsciously so I didn't have to get hurt um but like being single fucking rocks like it's hard work being in a relationship it's so like me and my friend Becca like she's been single for like 10 years I was single for like three or four and we were talking about how difficult it is to be in a relationship because we're so used to being able to do whatever the fuck we want like go to another country move somewhere do this like blah 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 so it's so like it is difficult to be like oh no I have to think about this person or like I can't just like fuck off for like a year you know what I mean so it's difficult whenever you're used to being so independent and yeah like because people always think like I want a relationship and then but in fact like you have nobody to think about right now you have no responsibility for another human being like go and do whatever the fuck you want and enjoy your life yeah but yeah yeah there's pros and cons to both sides like oh yeah definitely yeah not like being single that freedom being in a relationship all the love and excitement to grow your life together but um right when you say relationships are hard work I absolutely love that you and Jack do is it weekly check-ins or monthly check-ins it, de- it just sort of depends we haven't we actually haven't done it this month so it's usually like weekly and it's so quick just depends like where we are sometimes we're like okay let's do a fan off or let's just do it quickly like if we're going for a walk or we just do it for we like when we're like kind of present in each other's lives like you know like when we're at dinner like staring at each other we'll do it yeah so what kind like, of like questions do you ask each other because I don't think maybe no one has heard obviously I know what you do kind of roughly but like what what is it what do you check in with so it's like a it's a technique called FANOS. So it's like F A N O S. So you just talk, like so the F is for feelings. So you can say like I'm feeling. So you could say like I'm feeling so exhausted from work. Like I'm just feeling really deflated. Blah blah blah. And then they'll be like, okay, like I didn't know that. Like what do you need from me? Maybe I can help you with like the washing or something. You can say I feel insecure right now. I feel like I put on a bit of weight, and they'll be able to comfort you because sometimes you think these things and you they don't know you're thinking that so let's just say like you go to bed and you're feeling really insecure you don't want to have sex like you don't just so uh, sorry I'm feeling very insecure I don't want to have sex right now you just don't have sex do you know what I mean you just yeah. like say no or whatever and then like when you're having the fan off you can be like I actually feel really insecure and they'll be like you know what I mean and then like you can talk about how you're feeling or is there any way I can help you or is there any way I can make you feel sexy or you know anything like that so it's, it's a good opportunity to you know voice what you're feeling you know because most of the time we just keep it in our heads and like sometimes it can be very irrational in our own heads so yeah we can do feeling and then we do affirmations so it's like we just affirm something that like we really enjoyed like I really affirm that like Jack never lets the electric go out you know what I mean I always tell him that I'm like I really enjoy that it never sings that you always check it and you always just do it and you know that encourages him to like he feels really like masculine energy when he can look after me like that and I just affirm it and then he just always makes sure because you know, if I never told him or affirmed it, like he might just be like, oh, like, but like, I'm like, that makes me feel good. And he's like, okay. And he never lets it sing. So, um, and then, or he can say something like, what does he usually say? Or like, I really liked it when, you know, you like, what if you say something nice to him or you send him a nice message and you can just send it again or whatever. And then N is for need. So like something you may need, um, I need me time me time is so important um for the both of us or I need girl time or I need like a night with girls and then he always needs like time 
to you know watch his shitty shows and you know he really enjoys like just watching football with his mates stuff like that so sometimes he just needs that and he sometimes wouldn't tell me like say if I've made plans um he wouldn't say oh actually I had plans like because he's he's like oh I don't want to annoy anyone so instead he'd be like oh I actually need like you know some time this week to do this with the boys and I'm like yeah okay that's fine um you know and sometimes I'm like I need a bit more you know quality time or something like that like a bit more no phones like let's just have me and you. um and then oh it's for ownership or I'm trying to think what a good ownership one is like even like ownership can be you own up something you want to say like sorry you know you'd be like you know what came home the other night really drunk it's too late I'm so sorry like I really shouldn't have done that like I'm gonna be better um and like you can even say something like say someone texted you like an ex or something you can like just show you know you can just say like I'm just gonna let you know this is like something that happened or somebody came on to me and I just want to let you know like you know because you don't do shit like that like you don't like say your ex replies your story or somebody like is trying to chat you up you don't just be like um just like like you know this is an opportunity to like share so that like they know um and then S is for struggle. So something that you're struggling with. And it's good because sometimes you're not struggling with anything, but like you have to think of something. So, um, you know, an example would be somebody saying like, I'm struggling with money. Like I really am kind of like struggling with money. And then that I'm like, then I'd be like, oh my God, okay, right. I need to stop, you know, telling you let's go for dinner. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's like yeah. eat in one day and we'll like do something like, and we don't need to go out for a date this week. So, um, or I could say like I'm really struggling with work and that's really getting on top of me and I'm just like I'm finding it really hard to switch off at night and I would love like so yeah yeah it's really good um yeah and it's a good opportunity for men as well and like the men are like they don't want to do it they think like oh my I would never get my boyfriend I'm like he literally just got his me time he probably got more sex out of it he probably got like an explanation of why not having sex and like blah blah and then work through it like I'm like well how, this this is good for you you know they don't realize yeah. how good it is for them yeah. so good and like sometimes what all those things we could you could either partner could be thinking about them for days and letting it like eat them mm. up inside and like I do yeah. see a lot of mental health issues come from relationships because it's such a strong part of our life and like love is like one of is the strongest emotion I believe nearly um yeah. and there's so many issues in relationships because it's such a strong emotion um I really hope people try that and I'm going to try that in the future definitely well um and Sinead because you're doing so many amazing things and you're in love do you ever do you have boundaries really good boundaries with like doing your things and making sure you're excelling in your own parts of your life because you can get really obsessed with someone really fast and let things go how do you kind of work with that I mean, I think I'm quite a lucky, but quite lucky because Jack is so secure. Like he's not anxious at all. Like he doesn't like need. He's not needy. Like he likes his own time as well, which I'm not used to. Like every boyfriend I've been, not every boyfriend, but like one of us is like we bit anxious or we bit needy. We like being around each other all the time, but that's because like we need it for validation. But because like you know, I went through my own self love journey, and you know, Jack is super secure. That I just think we don't really need those bound we, we it's weird like I probably would have before in like another relationship but I definitely think like Jack is just that secure that like it doesn't like if I have to go work like he's not like oh, like annoyed at me he's like go work you know he doesn't care so um I think I am quite blessed um 
but yeah, I know what you mean. You can get stuck in someone's pocket. Like definitely moving in together, I find it very difficult to do work because I'm so used to living by myself. So when I'm like by myself, I'm like, okay, I might as well do work. But like, because he was living with me, I was like, okay, now I have to entertain this person, you know? So um, I definitely think like I had to adjust and be like, you know what, babe, I have to like have an office up here and I'm just going to be up here. Because I just felt like, oh, I don't want to leave him down there by himself, you know, in the living room. But then he doesn't, he's very scary. He's like, whatever. So good. <laughs> I'm lucky. So good. Um, we're gonna run out of time, but there's you recently did a 300 hour meditation course, and you did like lots of silence, like just sitting there in absolute silence. Was there anything yeah. scary or anything like really wild that you discovered about yourself in that time? What's like really stands out? Um, I mean, the silence, like, it's something you don't know if you're gonna be able to deal with. And it's so funny because so many people wrote to me after, like, we have to do like three days silence. We do eight hours meditating a day, like silence. Like you're not like to even make eye contact with anyone. Like you have to be just silent. And there's like, you can't read, you can't journal. You can journal for, like 15 minutes a day. So, um, so you can't do anything. You just have to be silent. You're just meditating the whole time, basically. And people like... I actually thought it was going to be way harder. Like I thought I was going to be out of, going out of my mind, but um, I was like so proud of myself. Like the first day I was like, you know what, this is, I've actually created like a beautiful brand. Like I've created this, but if you would have put me there like four years ago, it wouldn't have been a beautiful time at all. It would have been like going out of my mind, but you just get to this point of stillness and you're just like, everything's going to be okay. Like you just have this connection to yourself and your soul and you're like, no matter what happens like on that outside like you can just close your eyes and just come to the stillness and people are afraid of it but it's really their savior like your breath and your stillness is once you have that like that's all that's all you really need and yeah like you'd be meditating that long you think you're on a fucking magic carpet like you're just like uh so it is it is really but you know what resilience resilience is, is the key there because now you can meditate like I remember the first thing that was said like the when we were allowed to speak and the guy was like yeah try meditating for 20 minutes now it's going to be fucking easy you know so it built like this massive amount of resilience and I think once you can do something like that it, it's for the resilience like it's not really for this like you know connection to God or anything it's like for the resilience of being able to do that and be super proud of yourself and that's why you meditate daily as well like you meditate for 10 20 minutes a day you're like that I actually sat down and was with myself for 20 minutes and that makes that like throughout the day like starts out your discipline through you know working out your eating your food because you become so in tune with your body as well like you know exactly when you're a fall, you know exactly when you've had too much, you know exactly when you should just stop eating. And there's just like little things that I, I will take with me. And yeah, it's very easy to meditate now for only 25 minutes a day. So do you know what yeah. I need to do your meditation course because I keep saying I need to meditate and I never bloody do it. And I'm sure so many people are in the same position. But before yeah. we go, where can people find you and, and tell people about your meditation course and like your brave retreats? what's happening right now with people get involved yeah so my meditation course is on the braveway.co and it's basically a 21 day meditation course and I built it because you know meditation served me so well and there was just nowhere for people to access this type of meditation that I had um 
you know, discovered. And there was just no set courses. There was no 21 days. Like you, you could do random YouTube and stuff, but like mine is kind of set where you learn how to discover who you are as a person. And then you start, you do your manifesting and visualization. And then you go into self-belief because you can want all these things, but if you don't believe that you deserve it, then it's not, you're not going to get anywhere. So then, yeah, we do like those three sections and then people have built their 21 day meditation habit and they have it for life and they can go back and use it as a tool. Um, Brave Retreats, yeah. Brave Retreats is, um, I do retreats in Ireland at the minute, Ireland and Portugal for now, and then they will move. But this, this is the first one. So yeah, you'll find that on the Brave Way Instagram as well. And it's all about connection and cleansing and just getting a routine, meditating, understanding meditation, why you should be meditating. Lots of yoga and um, it's not too intense. It's not as intense as my 300 hour yeah um, silent meditations but um it's very just the basics of meditation and getting into it and connecting with other like-minded people and yeah I'm so excited for them oh thank you so much and today I'm like I just really want people to, from this episode to like literally even just find your page and start following you and take in all the such valuable information because like I want you to know how much that little tiny things you've said throughout the last couple of years has made a difference to me and you're going to have that effect on so many other people too so make sure I will put all her information all your information below um in the description but like Sinead thank you so much for this conversation I just love it and I could talk all day but uh, <laughs> thank you so much oh no problem thanks for having me thank you for listening everyone <laughs>